I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. Welcome back to the show, Jeremiah Evans. Oh, Welcome on. Good to see you today, you, brother. I'm excited to be here. Um, quick bio on Jeremiah. We're going to have a lot of fun this episode. I was on your podcast a few weeks ago. We had a blast. That's yeah. launching soon, by is the way. Okay. Yeah, stay tuned. That's coming out. We had a blast together. It was fun. So I was like, we got we to gotta have you on my show. Yeah. So uh, if you guys don't know Jeremiah, uh, founder of Alpha Influence, mm-hmm. $25 million in sales last year. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. we're going to talk about that a lot. Okay. What Alpha Influence is. You're also running AlphaCon. AlphaCon. Which yeah. is uh, an event held in Salt Lake. Yeah. All that fun stuff. We'll talk about that. Well, if you um, talk to anybody else, sounds like the greatest pyramid scheme ever. <laughs> <laughs> White supremacy group. I don't know. I know, it's got a little bit of hate on. Well, I'm sure we'll dive all into that well, thing. Start there. We're Go for there. it. Yeah. Fine. All, right, all right. Okay. All right. So AlphaCon. I'll just give you. Uh, I'll give the, the viewers just what I saw. Go for it. So I saw AlphaCon. You posted it with Alpha yeah. Influence. You're gonna have some speakers come to Salt Lake and speak. It was kind of a business conference, in my yeah, opinion. Right. Great. Cool. Yeah. I bought a ticket. Yeah. I got a VIP right. ticket. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I bought one. I'm like, right. oh, I'll come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm like, cool. No, no, I didn't think twice about it. Right. I go on TikTok or Twitter or something the next day or two days later. And oh. the whole woke mob, I guess you oh, could say, dude. really got on you about yeah. it being a white male because yeah. it was alpha. Like, we got to be an alpha male to come to this thing. What was the premise? Anyways, oh. and then, and it blew up. We yeah. saw you probably yeah. got all sorts of messages. I, yeah. I saw it all over the internet. I actually yeah. got online. There was a friend of mine post something. I, like, I went yeah. after. I told you that. I was yeah. like why are you posting this like yeah. don't like what are you talking about this kid's just he's throwing an awesome event like what i, I don't see anything wrong with it it's I called alpha con I, I really went after this guy in my yeah. dms and i was yeah. like he's like dude it's just it's funny i'm just and i'm yeah, like no yeah. it's not funny yeah, like yeah. he's a friend of mine like don't do that so yeah. tell me what happened well dude okay so listen so i this is my first big event i've ever done right yeah. events not my forte. 500 people right yeah we're yeah. going for 500 people yeah. there right so this is the biggest biggest event we've ever gone for i've gone for smaller ones mm. but i was always a speaker Right. Mm-hmm. I was always the trainer for the entire event. You know, I'd bring in maybe a couple other people, mm-hmm. but that was it. So I wanted to go big. Like I see Funnel Hacking Live, I see 10X Growth Con, yep. I see Door Door Con. I'm like, I see these big events. I'm like, I want this is the future of what I want my business to be like, yep. right? Alpha influence and have that these kind of impacts, yep. right? So I do alpha. Well, the thing about an event, we're throwing an event right now. Yeah, you are. Yeah, coming out. It establishes you as a category king of that space. That's that's really why we wanted to throw Fun Lunch Live. Yeah. Is when you throw that event, everyone sees you as okay. They yeah. are the they're the king of that space. Yes. Which is, anyways, that's Dude, what you it want. establishes Same thing. culture. Oh, it you does. It, se- it sets a tone for what your business is like, yep. right? And I'm going all in on this. Like I'm, I, I upped the ante. I told you mm-hmm. what my budget was. I upped that budget okay. big time because yeah, yeah. we're going all in on this yeah. shit, right? And so, and so, I'm just trying to make it as big and bad as possible. But anyway, so what I want to do is like something like a friend of mine named Albert Preciado did for his event. I thought was really awesome is he rolled out speakers, so he kept mm. announcing speakers as they went for his yep. what's called driven event, right? Yep. And so he kept announcing speakers. I'm like, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And so our events go. So I started announcing speakers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as I'm announcing speakers, I wanted to put together a little thing, and I had still like four other speakers to announce with still maybe like five other spots to fill, right? Mm, yep. And so I'm still finding more speakers as we go, but I don't want to wait till all speakers are found yep. to start promoting the event. So I yep, start yep. announcing these these people or speakers, and, <laughs> and then I put out one thing where all of us are there, right mm. on the on the thing on the flyer, 
and someone got a hold of it and just happened to be all white dudes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all white guys. And, you know, if I go through the list of dudes like Aaron Wagner, Keaton Hoskins, you know, like like me right there in the middle, I I, I, I definitely have a look. Like everyone oh, like yeah. I definitely have a look, right? <laughs> and uh, and yeah. you know, like looking back at it, I'm like, I don't regret it one bit because the publicity's been awesome. Has it been good? Oh my yeah. gosh. I was gonna ask We've you actually gotten yeah. a ton of leads, a ton of sales from yeah. it. Like it's been awesome, but but someone got a hold of it on Twitter and then Reddit and then TikTok and then pretty much everywhere at this point yeah. and started blasting it, literally calling it white supremacy group, wow. you know, saying I'm a racist, right? Saying it's this big alpha male toxicity, you know, group like, yeah, no, like uh, what do they call it? Uh, it the toxic male, you know, all that stuff, the right? Whole thing, yeah. Dude, they went as far as to ha like the Grand America where we're hosting our event, like got floods of calls and wow. emails yeah. saying that we they had to shut us down. There was apparently a, a mass shooting or a killing out in Colorado. Okay. And they said, this guy worked for me. And that wow. this was a dangerous event to society. So now that, you're tied to this. Also, oh, they're okay. tying me to this guy. <laughs> and the Grand America's calling me like, is it, are we safe with this event? I'm like, what do you mean? Are you? It's a business conference. Look up my my business. Yeah, yeah, look yeah. up all my speakers. They they've done incredible things, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just and they're like they look it up. They're like, yeah, you're right. Like, man, we got this flood of calls. So the and they're still going off on Twitter. It's like tens of thousands of retweets and reddits oh, yeah. whatever you call that shit right yeah, yeah so like some dude named chris D'Elia, whatever and i got oh, a hold yeah. of it and he's blasting it yeah but dude it's been wild to see how fast that got <laughs> that caught fire dude so they didn't cancel your event <laughs> no, no no didn't no. cancel they did. they're, they're still with you oh yeah any yeah. speakers push back or call you or you know you what feedback every one of the speakers that are coming has been all in just saying dude like lean into this this is good you know they're yeah. almost like my, my friend brad like he called me. He was excited. He's like, mm. he's like, Crystal, he has millions of followers. He's saying my name over and over. I'm like, why are you happy, dog? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I understand. But he's like, he's like, dude, you have no idea how good this is for mm. you. And they all had an incredible mindset, which yeah, is why I'm so grateful good. to have really them yeah. to coach me through this. Because this is definitely my first, like, real experience with the woke mob. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, dude, you know, for some That's reason, crazy. my logo, they're calling it, they're saying it's like gay pride logo. Oh, really? They're saying my logo represents fighting for gay rights. Huh. And Do you I, have it here? Do you have the logo? Uh, well, little, I, it's on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a little, me, it's like a little A yeah. with a little thing around well, it, Well, right? I, just, I just turned off my phone. Let me turn it back on, so I'll tell you this, and I'll show you. Um, yeah, it's 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 based, if you look at the Spartan Shield, mm -hmm. it, I went based off that, had my own twist on it, right? Mm, because yeah. if you look at my business, how I want it, like want to build it, that's the kind of culture I want to build. People are willing to fight. And so... People use that. Apparently, that's a logo for like gay pride. Like that's the logo right there, right? right there, okay. So yeah. everyone can see that's a logo alpha yeah. right there, yeah. right? And so everyone gets a hold of that. Say, oh, it's gay pride. Sounds like a gay orgy event with all these guys. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> what if it was? Like, what's the problem with that? Like, what's so bad about that? Like, yeah. that, is that a bad thing? Like, who cares if it is yeah. a gay pride event? Like, come then. Like, yeah. if you yeah. really want to get there, you know. So, dude, I could go on and <laughs> on and all, on, man. It's crazy. You want to talk like it, they, they, like all these different. So, how did it affect crazy. sales? Like, what? So, did it? Would it? Did people yeah. refund tickets ever? No one's refunded a no single refund. ticket. Okay. Yeah, awesome. no one's run a refund a single ticket. No speakers have have, have yeah. pulled out. They've all been extremely supportive. And you've just seen a big bump then in sales. Oh, we've seen a huge, huge bump in sales too. Like wow. all, like literally, we had too many leads coming in. Yeah, some of them were fake, but a lot of real legit leads, and people yeah. just like. That's the thing about the woke mob and being polarizing with your message that I'm so grateful for. And I like, I'm not gonna lie. My first knee jerk reaction was like, oh shit, I gotta pull back. Yeah. But all of these guys speaking, all these, all my mentors literally told me, no, no, no. You lean into that shit. Yeah. You, you go with that polarizing message because yes, you're going to have a lot of people hate your guts. Right. Yeah. 
but you're also gonna have a lot of people show up to support right you're one of them dude <laughs> yeah. like there was a you know there's a lot of people who like showed up to support yeah and that's i'm like that's my tribe like those yeah. are my people you know i'm investing in those people right because now you know who really gets your message so we had a flood of support but we also had a flood of hate so when you talk about marketing tactics yeah people strive for polarizing things oh, for yeah. that same reason right it segments your tribe it brings your people and it gives them a mm -hmm. calling and something to fight for that's yes. more than just a generic vanilla something yes and it could be for whatever yours is right. alpha con it could be anything bro yeah. we, we in our business we um we had to we had to design so we have invest fund secrets we go the yeah. wall street rebel is like our thing like we're yeah. we rebel against and we actually picked that on purpose we said let's be the anti-wall street let's be yes. the anti the anti uh, ivy league you know prep i like right. person we're the the rebels the people that yeah. just the grassroots people that still make the same amount of money yeah but came from a different background right and anyways we, it's funny like marketing on purpose my business partner was like let's yeah. do that on purpose yeah to make it somewhat polarizing yeah and uh, the best thing you it's, could ever it's do. pretty cool you, yeah. those awards up there are because and like this is what anyone who listens to like marketing like if you can f like 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 really identify who the enemy is mm -hmm. then you know who you're fighting against right yeah. and that's exactly what we're saying and when, when people support your business <clears throat> they want to support it more than just with dollars right mm -hmm. they want a banner right yeah. that's why you have so much success because there's a lot of people hate wall street I hate Wall Street. Yeah. The fact that you're saying that, I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, like, he's getting yeah. me riled up. You say yeah. we're going against Wall Street because yeah. I think Wall Street's corrupt. Mm -hmm. You know, we all know they are, right? But if you identify the enemy, everyone all of a sudden just rallies behind yeah. the people who actually believe in that yeah. will rally behind that banner you know so yeah. you're, you're dude you're, and you're doing it you know like anyone who knows a damn about marketing wants to create an enemy because yeah 100 if you listen to russell brunson that's what he says so. <laughs> well that's huge well hey if you want to attend alpha con yes the dates yeah it's february 18th and 19th here in okay. salt lake city so pretty yeah. soon once this publishes it'll be probably pretty soon after that so yes. come to salt lake hang yeah. out got a bunch of people coming yeah um so come hang out there you guys yeah be there I want to ask you, so okay. 25 million sales yeah. this year. So tell me a little bit about you, your background, your story. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, and that was 25 million in sales in a year. Yeah. That's, that is massive. Yeah. And you're how old? I'm 26. 26 years old. We're yeah. the same age then. Okay. Which is just crazy. <laughs> dude. That's amazing. Yeah. So tell me, how did Alpha Influence come to be? Yeah. How did, <laughs> to, to do that in one year is incredible. So tell us about, Thanks, about your, a little bit about your story and all that stuff, how to lead up to that. Well, shit, where do I start? So, I mean, obviously, you know, like from here in Utah, but I can't, so anyone knows me knows I came from a football background. Mm -hmm. Football was my entire life, right? Everything, like, like breathing, sleeping, no, I thought about nothing but football, right? Mm -hmm. My goal is to play quarterback at BYU because my dad played there, my grandpa coached there. And luckily I got to live that dream for a short period of time mm -hmm. until I wasn't very good. So I got cut. Right. <laughs> so I got to play at BYU for just a sec. Yep. And then I was just thrown into like, like this idea of, okay, well now what the fuck do I do? Right. Mm -hmm. And this comes back to a message that my dad has always really. And if you're listening to this, I am who I am 1000% because of the father who I have. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, and I know yeah. you feel it's very similar Yeah, yeah. that my, my father has shaped me in such an incredible way. I'm like, he's my hero. Right. Mm -hmm. One of the messages he told me early on in my life, was a very simple message of if you're not gonna shoot shoot to be great, if you're not gonna be great, then you'll be nothing. Hmm. Because there are people out there who need your help, right? Yeah. So cool. I I wanted to build a business that revolved around that, right? I believe in this country. I believe in freedom. I believe in you know like capitalism, what we can do here, right? I believe in the Constitution, and I believe it was written to benefit the entrepreneur, the business owner, the landowner. That's how the Constitution's written. Hmm. Unlike any other country in this world you know, where it's the monarchs, the lords, and they mm -hmm. own the land and everyone else works it. In this country, the people own the land, right? Mm -hmm. Which is a fight we have to make because, you know, that's not feeling so much that way, yeah, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but 
I wanted to start a business that revolved around that message, right? To help people create freedom in their lives, to help people uh, escape what I believe is honestly, you know, like, I'm not going to say slavery, but when you have this, you know, like this W-2 hourly paid job, you become a slave to the dollar. I want to show people how they can, you know, actually take control of their lives, build a business, actually live the American dream like it was supposed to be lived, right? And so I started out, you know, I did not want to work for anybody else. I am unemployable, right? Okay. So I started, you know, like I I, I tried to work for someone So you're in college at this time, right? Well, I dropped out of college. Dropped out. So you're playing football college. You drop out. Drop out. You have this, like this whole vision of business you want to build right okay take us from there well so i have this vision of what i want to build but i don't have any fucking money right <laughs> yeah. okay so the best way to make money is in my opinion is to learn sales mm-hmm. right because if you can sell something as long as you can find people to buy it, you can make money for the rest of your life doesn't matter mm-hmm. what it is yeah. if you know how, how to sell then the product doesn't matter right mm-hmm. you have the skill set so i went and did sales i did door-to-door right okay and i saw the door-to-door model and how miserable it is but also how profitable it is mm. And so I, and so as I've been studying and I've been investing, cause as I dropped out of college, I, I'm kind of jumping around here, but took that $60,000 that I would have spent on college. And I literally went into debt to spend it on mentors. Mm, cool. I pulled out loans. I put it on credit cards yeah. because I'm like, I'm going to do student loans anyway, yeah. but I'm going to learn from these dipshit professors. If yeah. you're a professor for listening to this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> not, not really. Um, but, yeah. then, but I want to go invest in mentors. So yeah. I flew all around the country, spending a lot of money to learn from mentors yep. during this time. And they all show me the exact same things. Mm. They're like, you know, buy businesses, own businesses. That's how the rich get rich. They buy and own businesses, right? Yeah. They start businesses, they fund businesses, right? And then, or they get into real estate. They do mm. one of those two things and then they have something backing it, right? Yeah. And so I'm looking at this model, I'm like, well, shit, I want to build a business around that. Yeah. But how do I do this? How do I create a community where people can learn how to create financial freedom, learn how to be their own boss and also put their money in the right way. So I created Alpha Influence, which yeah. is literally a door-to-door model without the door-to-door. Okay. Like, huh. cause yeah. that's my skill set. I'm yeah. actually not very like, you know, crafty with like digital marketing, and everything. What I'm good at is sales. What I'm good yeah. at is building teams. What I'm good at is working with people. And I know how to show other people how to build teams, right? Mm-hmm. I heard this quote, the fastest way to make six figures, learn sales. Fastest way to make seven figures is to, teach a team how to do sales mm. fast way to make eight figures is to have your team show your teams how to make mm. sales right yeah and so i look at the door-to-door model like vivant active any of you guys who know what that is and i said i'm gonna build that exact same sales structure with these products mm. except not having to do door-to-door i'll show you how to generate your own leads on social media mm. right interesting so yeah. instead of having because how do you generate leads door-to-door you go knock, knock fucking doors, doors yeah. right yeah. but you got the same sales structure in place. You got team leads, you got regionals, you have this setup. So I wanted to create this exact same setup where people can come be free. They don't have to go do door to door. They don't have to do all that stuff. They could be a part of the alpha community, but they're also not just selling like pest control. Yeah. Right. And they're not selling like home security. They're selling stuff that actually makes, it makes a mm-hmm. difference. Right. So we created the products, we lined everything up and we created alpha influence yeah now we have over 250 sales reps yeah um growing very fast and we're in like four different states right now mm-hmm. um and that's how it came to be that's kind of what it is that's huge man. that's amazing <laughs> and the products are all you built all those products yeah. are you selling other people's yeah. products? they're all yours yes all in-house yeah. cool right that's amazing it's crazy and what's the timeline so that, how, how many years well, how long has alpha been in, i've started i started alpha influence three years ago three years ago yeah wow, that's so, amazing yeah it's, it's that's been huge. a while right that's absolutely insane and then to do 25 million dollars last year is is huge dude what's crazy it's we, amazing when we started this year last year i did 1.7 million and i was stoked about that you know got the click funnel award i was yeah. i was hyped right yeah. 
And I'm like, I'm like, well, so wait, you went up. from 1.7 to 25 million yeah. over a year. Yeah. Okay. So how did that happen? <laughs> That's a whole story in itself. The number one, like it, when it comes to building wealth, the number one thing I, like, I could teach anyone, everything I teach in Alpha Influence revolves around one word, it's leverage. Mm. Robert Kiyosaki calls it debt. I like the word leverage better, right? Mm. And what I mean by that is if you can learn how to leverage other people's money or other people's networks. Some people coined the phrase OPM. Yep. I coined the phrase OPN, mm -hmm. other people's networks. That's, I say OPE. Do you really? Other people's experiences. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. We're coming from the same cloth, <laughs> yeah. bro. So OPN. I a webinar and I had that whole <laughs> concept. I love it. So I say OPN, leverage yeah. other people's networks. Yeah, Learn smart. how to generate leads. Learn how to build teams, right? Mm -hmm. And so the compounding effect when you learn how to leverage other people's money or other people's networks is ex is exceptional, right? Mm. It's, it's incredible how fast things can grow when people rally behind a message and all of a sudden you get more and more people in. Because if you just do the math, again, I, I know how to show anyone how to be a six-figure closer. That's easy. Mm. I know how to show people how to be a seven, even eight-figure closer. It's easy. If you just follow the steps I show, it's not hard, mm. right? You get the right products in place. It doesn't matter. You could be a seven or eight-figure closer. So a salesperson, right? Mm. Yeah. So the simple math I like to do is like, well, I know how to do millions of dollars in sales on my own. Let me show 10 other people how to do that. Right. If I can show 10 other people how to do that in the business and if they can all do seven figures, well, then we just hit eight figures. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But then we just have and not everyone's going to actually put in that effort and performance. Yeah. But just doing the math, if I could have 250, a thousand foot soldiers, my goal is, as I said, a thousand foot soldiers. Yeah. People who can replicate what I know but how there's, to do. There's a big difference between being a good salesman yeah. and being a good sales trainer. Yes. That's right. a big, that's a different skill set. It is. Yeah. Talk me through that, the difference. Cause I've, I, anyways, we see sales guys all the time. Absolutely. Great salespeople right. cannot train others. Yeah. How did you get so good at that? Well, you know, that, that, that's, that is a really good question. I honestly, the reason why I think I'm good at sales is because I love thinking about what other people are thinking. <laughs> yeah. I love thinking about how are they feeling? You know, like mm -hmm. that, like putting myself in their shoes. And I love literally, I love talking to people in a, in a real way of just like, let's just cut the bullshit. Mm, let's just yeah, talk. Right. Yeah. My, like my entire sales thing is if you ever have a script, throw it out the window. Mm, if you yeah. ever have anything scripting you making robotic at all, throw it out the window, learn how to be a real human being and just connect with someone, mm. find their pain. And if you can help them solve their pain with your product, then you can achieve a sale. That is what sales is. It's, it's yeah. just problem solving. Right. Yeah. And so in, in regards to being a salesman or as a trainer, it's the same thing. Mm. If you learn sales the right way, because so, when people look at sales, they think you gotta have a silver tongue. Mm. You know, you gotta be able yeah. to say the right thing at the right time just with the right- Slick and yeah. just the- And you get the Wolf Wall Street, the right tonalities and all, mm. however he fucking says it, yeah. right? And he talks about his straight line, you know, like, I don't give a shit about that. I don't think we, mm. any of us give a shit about that. Why? Because we've been sold every day for our entire lives and it's getting more and more. We're always being sold. Mm. What we crave is real authenticity. What we crave is problem solving. Everyone mm. has problems. Yeah. And if you're someone who can help solve their problems, then you provide extreme value to them, right? Yeah. And the world will always pay you exactly what it thinks you're worth. So if you have that kind of value to solve their problems, you're going to be worth a lot, right? Yep. So getting rid of the script and you just look at how can I solve this person's problems? If that's your mentality going to the sale, 
that's also now your mentality looking at your team. Mm. How do I solve this person's problems? Yeah, smart. That's constantly your thought process. Then you're going to be able to help them. Again, not everyone does it yep. because it's, dude, when you try to build a sales team, dude, you take on responsibility of helping them manage their emotions, mm. their family yeah. trauma. Yep. You help them work through like all the bullshit in their mind just so they can have that co conversation with someone with, with actual courage and confidence to be able to speak, right? Yep. And so it's, it's not a fun game. That's why people have to prove it to become a team lead or to become a regional you have to hit certain metrics and show that you can do that yeah. right um but in regards to like how you do it i just look at it, it's problem solving it's mm. not sale, it's yeah. problem Smart. solving yeah. you know yeah that's so, cool that's a cool way to look at yeah. it yeah <laughs> if you're taught sales the right way like right. you said then it translates easily yes if you're taught sales the wrong way it, it sometimes doesn't transfer does doesn't yeah. work right. right interesting that's a good way to look at it. i like Thanks, that man. a lot <laughs> so from 1.2 1. 1.7 1. yeah, 1.7 yeah. to 25 million a year yeah. that's amazing and then this year, obviously, you're teed up. What does the growth look like this year? I, I mean, like, so going back to that, like, my goal at the beginning of the year was five million. Yeah. Like, I want a five X. Yeah. We hit that in March, so I was like, oh shit, yeah. you know, like we're going fast. Yeah. And so then we ended up going for it was like twenty six million, right? We yeah. did last year, and so now I'm looking at our numbers, and as long as we keep the same, you know, like numbers, but we just expound, we just grow our influence, right? Mm -hmm. We just, you know, hit those thousand foot soldiers. My goal is a hundred million this year. That's insane. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's the goal. Because I, yeah. I, I learned one thing. I, I really am pissed that I set such a low bar for myself. Yeah. I really underestimated what we were going to do. Right? Yeah. So now I want to overestimate what we're going to do and I want to make us push for it. So yeah. 100 million is the goal in That's amazing. That's awesome. Thanks, I love I love, uh, I love love hearing that. And that's amazing. Like, it was funny. It's with Invest Fund Secrets, we first started. And our first goal was like, we want to hit a million dollars. Yeah. Right? right. And we were like, maybe we can do it in our first eight months we had a we had a, a stretch goal and then like yeah. a, a you know it's an actual goal right yeah our stretch goal was to hit it we had set a date we just a random date we said august 31st yeah of, this was 2020 we wanted to hit a million dollars as our stretch and then yeah. if we couldn't do that we'd get the end of the year it, it was hilarious we literally we didn't know and two weeks before i'm like i think we might hit it yeah and we got closer and closer and we're like the the morning of August thirty yeah, first, right. we wake up. We're like, um, I think we were like twenty five thousand dollars short. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, what are we gonna do? And I literally go on Instagram, like, okay, we're doing a one day sale. Yeah. Like all of our products are this price, yeah. and we that day we hit a million dollars at Dude. six p.m. <laughs> it was six p.m. on August thirty first, and yeah. then we set that goal eight yeah. months earlier. That was, was your stretch goal. That right? was our stretch, and it yeah. was insane. And then we said, let's hit two million dollars by yeah. this other date, and it was funny. We hit it within three days. Mm -hmm. It was just funny. We kept hitting these goals right on the pin of yeah. like the date we set them. And, yeah. and then we said, well, shoot, we got to go higher. Like we got to do something more. If we yeah. just kind of stumbled upon these, right. like we need to, you know, anyways. Well, dude, now, really you, now you guys are at this point where you've got like, what, how many clients doing like 50, hundred million dollar funds? Yeah. Like that's crazy, yeah, man. Like fun. what you've come from, what you're accomplishing right now. Like it's, it's insane, dude. Yeah. No one's doing that. We need to put the gas on the sales <laughs> team. Bro. We got like 10 sales guys right now. And I'm like, I'm sitting here like, we need like 200. Like yeah, we need to, you do, dude. Yeah, like the, this, yeah. the and if there's one like the there's compounding numbers and there's compounding people, right? Mm, yeah. The more like the more people, the more word spreads. I look at one one sale, one sale can easily turn into three. Why? Just because we're leveraging that network. Yeah. One salesperson can turn into how many sales per year, mm -hmm. right? So the simple math is how many salesmen can you actually have? Yeah. And what limits them, right? The way I showed them is there's nothing limiting my salespeople because I showed them how to generate their own leads. Yeah. I can show you how to generate your own leads and close your own deals. Now you don't got to worry. Yep. Like there's no limit on leads. I There's nothing stopping you except for you. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. So now there's just a compound effect. How many salespeople can you get? Yeah. You know, so yeah. absolutely. I'm a big, obviously. That's awesome. That's a little cool. biased. Yeah. Okay. I want to shift gears for a second. Okay. Doc, all right. Um, 
so on Instagram, people follow you. Yeah. You obviously love buying cars and I watches do, yes. and just fun stuff. I see your watch right now. <laughs> Talk me through. So some people, yeah, I'm yeah. more in this category of yeah. like, I have money, but I don't want to show it off. Yeah. Right. Or like, I know a lot of people that way that have yeah. money. They're like, oh, I'm just going to play the humble card. Yeah. You obviously play the other card I do. on social media, <laughs> yeah. especially, right? There's the like, humble card, then there's a the douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> and so you're somewhere in the middle, right? No. And I, I actually have, I have nice, I just don't, I just yeah. don't post them. And I just, yeah. that hasn't been my Dude, brand online. you got online. this dope ass like horse thing that you'd ever show off i wish you would but i, I want to ride that i thing. just i just buy stuff for me yeah. i'm just like this is fun Anyways, yeah. i want to talk through as a social media like as yeah. a branding yeah. perspective right um what's your perspective on that yeah um does it help in some ways does it hurt in some ways yeah because i i have this false belief in my brain by the way mm, yeah. and i i'd love for you to help me okay. like if i have a supercar and i post yeah. it i'm gonna be seen as a douchebag you were seen as yeah, yeah. this type of person it puts yep. me in this category mm -hmm. i want to hear your thoughts on that yeah. and that branding coming back to that polarizing thing right mm. i like what i like and anyone who doesn't like that can fuck off mm. right if you don't like it i don't want you anyway right if you don't like the message of i want to help you create freedom if you don't like the message of america mm -hmm. and what we stand for and this message you're probably not going to vibe with me mm -hmm. right yeah. so why would i waste my time right and so like this comes back to like Yes, every, a lot of people think I'm a douchebag, right? Mm. They, you know, they do. Yeah. And that's okay, you know, because I need them to. Though people think I'm a douchebag, but there's also people who talk to me and say, I want to have what you have. I want to be like you. Yeah. And I'm like, awesome, let me show you the ropes, right? Yeah. But it actually comes from uh, a mentor of mine, a friend. Uh, his name's Ed. You, Ed Milet, right? Ed you Milet, know yeah, yeah. Um, He actually told me this very early on because I – so. I didn't bar start buying things at all until uh, actually this last year. Hmm, yeah. Um, and I was doing I was doing the whole business, and he 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 taught me two things. Number one, he says if you do not reward yourself for hitting your goals, yeah. He's like the journey's hard enough. You're not gonna make it. Mm, he's yeah, like I, I don't that. care what it is. He's like you earn this shit. Mm. He's like you got to tell yourself you earn that stuff. Mm. You you went out and you accomplished it. You set a goal. You set a goal. You hit it put a reward on that for yourself you know yeah, yeah. You, the, the problem with us entrepreneurs is we look to for everyone else's problems but we never look to solve our own mm, right yeah. so we need to start i he actually told me i need to start turning inside yeah. saying start treating yourself start loving the life you live and start going all out and no regrets mm. no um nothing holding back and say this is who i'm going to be because this is what i love yeah, right yeah and dude i do have some awesome cars and every time I bought one of those cars is because I set a goal mm -hmm. and I worked my ass off to hit that goal. And if I do not hit that goal, I cannot buy that thing. Yep. Right. But if I hit that goal, I will buy that thing. Right. Yep. I have to, because I keep those promises to myself. And the second I buy that thing, like this watch is so much more to me than just a watch. Mm. When I look at this watch, it's a constant reminder of $10 million in sales in a year. Yeah. That was my goal. I said, yeah, yeah. once I, once I hit $10 million in sales, I'm going to buy that AP. Yeah, that's cool. Right? Yeah. And same thing with my Lamborghini. I had a goal set for my Lamborghini with my first Rolex with, uh, you know, like yep. even sometimes just these old school muscle cars, right? Yeah. Or a, a gift for my wife. Yep. I'll actually set a goal, but like once I hit this, I'm going to do that. So now there, there's an emotion behind mm -hmm. this thing. It becomes a reminder for me. Honestly, I wake up with days 
and I'm sure a lot of people feel this way. Not you, because you're fucking Superman, right? No, I, yeah, no, I, have I wake days, up yeah. with days where I do not want to do it. Yeah. I wake up with anxiety. I wake up feeling like, what the hell are we doing? Especially with all the hate I get <laughs> yeah, okay. on a regular basis. Yeah. It gets to me oh, sometimes. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is I cannot allow that to simmer in my brain. Mm. I literally cannot allow that. So I have rituals that I go through. And rituals are, you know, what I actually manifest in my own mind, how I speak in myself, protecting it out. Yep. And you know what else? This stuff. Because sometimes I feel really, really good getting in my Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah. If I have a down day, I don't care what anyone says. I love getting in my Lamborghini yeah. and just giving my giving a big fuck you to all my haters. <laughs> it, it makes it, it, feels, yeah. it fills me with a lot of joy. And if it doesn't fill you with joy, don't do it. Yeah, right. Yeah. If you don't love the Lamborghini, don't get the Lamborghini. Yeah. But to me, that Lamborghini was on my wall as a kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I looked cool. at I looked at the Lamborghini every day of my life, mm -hmm. thinking I'm gonna have that. One and then day. you, when you set that goal and you accomplish it, you have that instant reward. Instant. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, and it's oh, a yeah. constant reminder yeah. of we. Dude, I, you can do this. Yep. You know, you did it. You set your mind to it. Mm -hmm. You can do this. Yep. Keep fucking going. Yep. Right. Sorry. Go ahead. What are you I love it. All right. No, I had the same thing. I had a mentor yeah. tell me, set a goal and reward yourself with it. I'm going yes. to Hawaii today. Hell, I know. Because that's right. Yeah. Because of that. <laughs> I thanks for hopping on and doing this before, man. Yeah, I know. Um, we did. We came in early. I know you're yeah. here. This is an early podcast, yeah, but that was one of my things. It was like, yeah. we had to do that. It's funny. So at the end of this year, we had a goal. I had a goal. If we hit, um, it was five million sales for investment yeah. secrets Hell yeah. with our certain profit margin we wanted yeah. to maintain. Right. We'd buy a Lamborghini. I was going to buy a Lambo. Really? And uh, <laughs> we didn't hit it. Oh. It's the, only, it's the only goal we've never not hit. We missed yeah. it by uh, about $400,000. Oh, Just barely. We, got, yeah, we did about yeah. 4.5, 4.6 last yeah, year, somewhere right. around there. And dude, congrats though, man. But it was that's a good year. Awesome. Obviously a yeah. great year, blah, blah, that, blah. Dude, that's incredible. And we dropped all this money on other stuff. We're like, yeah, it's, it was smart oh, to do, I but like you. we didn't hit the goal. And so... And it was funny. So I might, I get on a call, my CPA, yeah. December 30th. And she's like, Hey, you have this big tax liability. Yeah. We've already, we've, I bought real estate and other stuff, but yeah. she's like, you're going to owe a lot on taxes. Yeah. You should buy a car and deduct it. Right. Yes. <laughs> and, and I was like, well, can I buy a, like a Lamborghini Urus? And she goes, well, yeah, that'll, and she looks it up. She's like, yeah, that'll fit. It's like load weights yeah. over 6,000 pounds. Uh -huh. We can write that whole thing yes, up and defer yeah. the taxes. Right. And I was like, sweet. So me and my business partner, we run over literally December 30th, December 30th to go see There's a, there's a Urus four minutes away from our, like, a, no it's like kidding, there's only like three in Utah and there's yeah. one, like it's down the road. Yeah. So we drive down there. We go test drive. It's really fun. I'm hitting all the paddles. Yeah. I, I love racing and stuff. Yeah. And we get out and I'm like, yeah, we could buy it, but this just doesn't feel right. Mm. And I kept looking at it. I was like, we didn't hit the goal. Yeah. We were short and yeah, we had a great year and we, right. you know, we five X whatever from last right. year. Yeah. And I was like, huh? I was like, I just, I can't do this. Yeah. And I called my wife and she's like, are you going to do it? And I was like, no, like <laughs> the wife was like, damn it. I know. She's like, anyways. <laughs> and I was like, this just doesn't, I, yeah. we didn't hit it. If we would have, if we would have had that little last bump, yeah. I would feel so good about it. And we said, no, we, and I went and bought, I bought a truck or whatever to ride it off. Or, and anyways, which is fine. Gotta have a truck. I've never Dude. been a truck guy. You're a truck guy. I have three trucks. <laughs> I've never been a truck guy. And literally I impulse yeah. buy a Raptor on yes! December 31st because Raptors are cool Raptors and they hold so they hold your value very well. Dope, and I've made money on every car I pretty much I've ever owned. Dude, people, especially now. Oh, dude, the car I, game is really fun. I drove my Lamborghini off a lot, made 60 grand. Oh yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I know, especially, and we've talked about this before, but the yeah. exotic, right? That's why I like oh, exotics yes. is they make money. They do. They appreciate, especially if you buy the right year, yeah. the right spec and you yeah. do little things to it, man, you can profit on those and oh, drive yeah. them yeah. for a year or two. Yeah. And it's people, a lot of people in their brain just don't, yeah. anyways, it's kind of a new thing. You obviously have inflation right now with the car oh prices, but yeah. it's anyways, it's kind of cool. So we'll, we'll do like, that's the thing is like a lot of people like to work, we're a designer, like Louis Vuitton and mm -hmm. all this stuff. Right. And I, I buy my wife plenty of that stuff, but I don't love it. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know why? Because 
when you spend it on that, it gone, gone man. Like There's forever. nothing that you can't resell that, you know. Yeah. But this, like watch, this watch, you'll make how much a year? What do this you think? is a hundred and fifty thousand dollar watch. Yeah, it just got discontinued. Yeah, I have quotes from people saying they'll buy it for two hundred. Yeah, you know, and like so, like they're like this is now discontinued with this face. Yeah, and I'm like, if I hold on to it, it's gonna be worth a lot, right? Yeah. My Lamborghini's worth a lot. It's now one of the last Huracans ever made. Yeah, the last, and I just ordered the 2022 Huracan. Yeah, because it's the last edition yep. ever. No more Huracans after that yep. one. So I'm like, I'm holding on to that forever. Yeah, dude. people love that. The last gas powered yeah. one, like all this cool um, stuff. So yep. I'm look, I got these old class cars. I'm making money. Everyone's all like, oh, you're spending money. I'm like, no, nah, dude, I'm making money on yep. these. You have no idea. Like yep. my money's sitting in these. I could sell it right now and profit. Yep. You know, like it, it's everybody's saying like, if you get into it, there's a different game. Like if yeah. you're buying a Honda Civic, you know, you're not playing this game, right? No. <laughs> yeah, it's a totally different game. And it's every, any, you know, buy yeah. stuff you like. And I, like, I don't like watches. Right. I like, I just cannot, I just can't buy watches. I just, yeah. I'm not even wearing a watch. Look you at me. Should. I, Come I on. show up, I'm not Put even wearing it. No, I don't even arm. want to touch it. I don't even want to touch your watch. Can I? <laughs> like cars though, I think are very fun. I love racing. I love oh, that stuff. Yeah. Watches, I like no value in watches, yeah. but I like other stuff. So anyways, oh, yeah. pick what you want. But I, yeah. anyways, back to that goal thing. I, yeah. I hit that and just, it was so unsatisfying. So, yeah. Now I've got another one for this next year, next six months. We'll have all these different things. But yeah. anyways, it's interesting, the goal setting mindset. Yeah. I want to ask you about coaching mentorship. Okay. So you mentioned you took, instead of spending 60 grand on college, yep. you went and, and said, screw everybody. I'm taking a loan out and I'm going to go spend it on mentors, Yeah, which is a big move, especially yeah. for parents, for oh. people. I'm sure your circle <laughs> was like, Jeremiah, what are you doing? What? Yeah, yeah. So walk me through first off the, uh, that conversation. I think a lot of people listening that are yeah, our age. Yeah. That's the biggest thing that stops them is mm. what will mom and dad think or grandma or my girlfriend, yes. they're going to be so mad yes. and they've been such great parents to me for yeah. a long time or whatever. They've helped me in different ways. Mm. I don't want to disappoint them. Mm. Walk me through that. Oh, okay. That dude, I'm dude. That is one of the most important points. Mm. Any new entrepreneur could ever learn yeah. because your current circle will 1000% not want you to do it. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you live. If you're in that circle, it's for a reason. They say your network is equal to your net worth, right? Mm. Who you surround yourself with is who you're going to become. The reason you're in your current situation is because you have that circle. Mm. And so once you start to do different things, they will not understand and they will naturally, this is just nature, mm. will naturally want to pull you back in because they almost feel like they're losing you. They mm. almost feel, and guess what? Or they to are, protect you. Yeah, or to protect yes, you if we're talking yep. parents or if we're yep. talking friends, right? Yep. For parents, I just want you all to understand this. Your par Very few parents will push their kids into doing things. My dad mm. pushed me when I was a kid. Yep. But also when I went to do this, he still was not on board with it. Yeah. He's like, why yep. are you can have success doing it this way, play it safer. Yep. He yep. didn't want me to go down the road of bankruptcy you know and yep. i get it right but at the end of the day i knew that i would disappoint him now but i may i would make him proud in the future because mm. i became my own man yeah at the end of the day you're, that's what your parents want to see mm. they want you to see you become your own man or woman they want you to see you go out there and you know grab you know life yep. by the horns and yep. really just you know make it your own right yeah and honestly if you take that risk yes they're going to be disappointed now but as long as you just keep that relationship with them, you'll prove them right. Yep. You know, you'll prove yourself right one day and they'll be so proud of you because my parents are proud of me. I know they are. They've told me that. They're grateful I did this. And what I've done has actually created a lot of wealth for my family. Yeah. My, some of my siblings that have joined this, you know, my program have been on this team. 
and now they're making a lot of money. Mm, they got to, yep. you know, leave the $15 an hour job and they're making multiple six figures now. Yeah. And yeah. they're grateful for it. We're traveling, we're experiencing. And I did that and I knew they didn't like it. Right. I knew for a fact they wouldn't like it, but it doesn't matter. Mm. Anyone who doesn't like it, you have to be okay with that. Mm. If you're going to take this and I, lo I love this quote said, from uh, Bishop T.D. Jake says, success breeds contempt. Mm. I don't care if it's your friends. I don't care if it's your family. They yeah, will have quote. contempt for for you if you strive for success it's crabs in a bucket mm. right they will pull you down the key is you cannot let them you cannot afford to let them if you look at where we're heading and if everyone just stays where they're at it's now your duty to be the one to go out and make it happen mm. or else everyone's going to get pulled in the wave of this inflation all the middle class dying yeah and i just opened a can of words there but <laughs> but in regards to like well, i think it's so crucial yeah. sorry i'm gonna cut you no, off you're good yeah the the people that are gonna doubt you the most probably have the same last name as you yeah. And no one, no one believes that I heard a quote, another quote, I can't remember who said it, but no one will believe in you until you actually do it. Yes. No one believes in anybody until no. they do it. Why would they? No, none of these stories you hear. It's like, nah, my yeah. parents believe. And they're like, yeah, they kind of believe, but they also yeah. didn't believe. I, my story, I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I am from an entrepreneur family on both my wife's family. Yeah. Entrepreneurs up and down. My, my dad, my dad's obviously got an entrepreneur family is there as well. Yeah. And I was at uh, Intuit in, in Silicon Valley. I, had, I got a six-figure offer in college to go work for him. Really? Yeah. They moved me out there. And, because you're a brainy. And yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, had some, I had good grades and different I'm stuff sure on college. I'm sure you did, yeah. And I turned it down. And I said, yeah. I, and I was, I was deciding to turn it down. Yeah. I, was, I was like, gosh, I do it. And I was going to turn it down. And yeah. I was actually going to drop out of school and yeah. launch yeah. IFS and launch a new fund. Mm. And I remember my dad and mom sat me down. Yeah. They're like, Bridger. Yeah. We're, you know, and they're the entrepreneur people. Yeah. Like, they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Don't do this. And I had my in-laws like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. You know, like, and I, and it was funny. And I, even from an entrepreneur household, yeah. everyone was like, what's going on? Mm. And it took, and I, that's why I think shows like this and, yeah. and online content is, and I would, I would go to the, like my YouTube channels that yeah. I loved. Okay. Like yeah. feed me good stuff. Yeah, like feed, feed me. Help like, me. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, help me out. <laughs> Anyways, it helped me a ton. Sorry, I cut you off. What were no, you saying? Well, no, it's just like, coming back to that idea is, is the best the best investment or more so the best gamble or bet you'll ever make is on yourself mm. the only thing you can really rely on is you i don't care how rich your family is i don't care how you know poor your family is i don't care how good your friends are the only thing you can count on in this world is you mm. and the most difficult but the most powerful bet you'll ever make is betting on yourself mm. and the bet you make on yourself is the most rewarding bet because it pays in dividends in not only in your in your lifetime but in the generations to come mm. betting on yourself is the most powerful thing you ever do and i think a lot of times when we when we have parents and friends pulling us back i think it's a bullshit excuse that people tell me mm. because then if you believe in yourself enough no one will ever tell you anything that could possibly hold you back mm, yeah. like I, I say this well if you believe in yourself but seven billion people on this planet didn't believe in you the odds are in your favor mm -hmm. if seven billion people on this planet believed in you but you didn't believe in you it wouldn't fucking matter mm, so it should put yeah. it in perspective yeah. of the only thing that matters is how much do you believe in you mm. how much are you willing to bet on yourself and at that time for me you know the amount of investments making like I, I i mean it when i say i pull out multiple loans and credit cards mm -hmm. so i went into debt to get mentors mm. 
that's a very like yeah. <laughs> like yeah. anyone who does that i'm talking courses yeah. i'm talking those masterminds i'm talking paying for that flight to go out for that training event yeah but you know what it forced me to do it forced me to say i'm all in on me i'm good i yeah. have to there's no other choice i've given myself no other option but to make this happen mm. no matter what anyone says i have to yeah i'm 60 grand in debt with fucking mentors you know <laughs> yeah on credit cards and shit right and so when i was at these trainings when i'm going through these courses i didn't bullshit the course mm. I went through it and I, I picked it apart. I, I got that course and I would Google pieces on the course mm -hmm. and I would like decipher. I'm oh, just yeah. like try to learn as much as I could yeah. because if I didn't, I'm going to go fucking bankrupt I or something. Yeah, I know? love it. So that's how it all started. You put yourself against the wall. Exactly. Yep. Some, so, pe some yeah. people, life forces them against the wall, yes. which is cool. Right. Great stories. Yes. Other people have yeah. to kind of force themselves against the wall. Yes. Put their feet to the fire like you did. Yeah. And I actually did that in a lot of ways. Oh yeah. It was like, and I didn't need to, right. but I chose to. Oh yeah. And what happens is you have this amazing result typically. Always. A lot of times people don't, they, once they do that, they yeah. typically don't get burnt. They typically grow. That's the human nature yes. is just to grow out of it yes. and solve problems. Yes. It's it's amazing what can happen. It's the pressure we put on ourselves. Yeah. The, like you look, you throw 500 pounds of pressure on your back and you can squat that shit. You're going to have some thunder thighs, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're yeah. going to get bigger. Right. Yeah. If you're only squatting, you know, like, what is it? Like 135, you ain't, your legs aren't going to be that big. Mm -hmm. Life is pressure. The being successful is pressure. Diamonds are made in pressure. We are made in pressure. Yep. The only way you can grow, like, and you know this, and I know this, any entrepreneur watching this knows this, the only way to grow, the only way, if I want to do 10 million next year or 100 million, guess what? I have to make $100 million worth of investments into that next phase. Mm. Meaning, I, just because I made 25 million one year means I now have to take this much more money yeah, and yeah. throw it into this big of a thing. Yep. And so the risk gets bigger. People think it gets easier as you go. It doesn't. Yeah. The risks get bigger because now you're risking 50 million mm. now you're risking 20 or whatever it is as opposed to when we started 60,000 me looking at yeah. 60,000 now I'm like dog you could do that come mm -hmm. on now like I would yeah. if I were to talk to myself back then I'd be like bro just go make some sales you're yeah. fine you yeah, know yeah, so, yeah, yeah, but yeah. to me I'm like 60 grand dude I'm right out of college like I had I will be an indentured <laughs> servant the rest of my life I'm going to die work. if I don't do this pretty much and it's but yep. that's the thing it's there's levels to this yep. shit right you get accustomed to certain levels of money I became a quest, custom six figures. So I know for the rest of my life, I'm not going to not make six figures. I know how to do it. Yep. Right. So I'm accustomed to that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I'm accustomed. I've grown to be that person. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I've grown to a seven figure and then even eight figure person because of the amount of pressure I've put myself under. Mm -hmm. I have, you have to force that pressure on yourself yep. and people, that's the problem. How many people struggle to go work out? How many people struggle to push themselves with really in entrepreneurship? How many people buy a course and don't even finish it? Mm, yeah. You're not, they're not, cause they're not willing to deal with the pressure. Mm -hmm. Dude, Under when I talk yeah. to you about like waking up in the mornings, I know you feel this way. That's what I'm like, I, was, I said to you, because you, if you've got this much pressure on you, everyone out here works for you. That's pressure for you. Oh yeah. Your 100%. wife yeah. is pressure for yep. you, right? Because it's up to you as the man, as the owner of the company, as the founder, to perform mm. if you tuck your tail and run they don't make money mm -hmm. they're they're, they're so all dependent on you oh dude. yeah it's it's an interesting pressure dude. I've, I've now realized this last year yes. is you have employees yeah who depend on me yeah to especially because we're the face of our businesses yes it's not oh, this yeah. isn't for other business i'm right. the face of mine you're the right. face of your business right if i don't show up and film videos and do other <laughs> stuff like yeah 
the business and that's actually a bad thing we're trying to transition yeah, out of that right. i don't want to be I I, yes. I I hope that i could die tomorrow and our business keeps running right agreed yeah and i'm sure you're trying to get there too but exactly. 1, right now it's not that way it's like not, i've no. got to show up yeah, which no is chance. fine and yeah. i like doing it right. but there's a lot of pressure that, that hits there yeah. to grow because yeah. because as a, as when you work your pressure is to make your salary oh yeah as the entrepreneur as the business owner your pressure is to make everyone else's salary yeah. bro so how many salaries are out there you're making oh, sure yeah. to pay and your own yeah <laughs> i want to ask you you put out an instagram post about this kind of a little bit you were you said you were too trusting oh, as an entrepreneur yeah, yeah, yeah. and i that, that resonated with me so hard yeah. and uh, i want to hear your thoughts and story behind that so mentioning you know i i personally i like to trust people i like mm -hmm. i see the best in people usually that i hire i'm like right. yo I trust you. You're going to yeah. be amazing at this. And sometimes you get burned on it. Yeah. I want to hear your thoughts on it. Well, so, okay. So I come from a sales background, obviously. And the number one thing that I've learned is you have to believe in you. I call it supreme confidence. Mm. If you don't believe in you more than anyone else believes in you, then you will fail. Mm. You have to be infused with this supreme self-belief that I can do whatever I say I'll do. And that has to be your biggest investment that you will believe in you. So then naturally when people mm. come on to work for me, I know how much success they can have if they have that same mentality. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know that. I know for a fact how, that they can have that success if they believe in themselves. I'm telling everyone on this podcast, yep. everyone who listens to this message, if you believe in you more than anyone else, you'll make it happen mm. no yep. matter what. Right. Yep. So I, I want to infuse that in my teams. Mm. I want them to believe in themselves. Right. And so my job and what I want to do is constantly help people see what they can accomplish, help them push themselves. Right. Yep. Help them believe in themselves to the supreme level where they can do anything. Right. And starting out, again, it comes back to that I want to believe in people. Mm. I want to believe in them. I want to believe in them more than them so that I can raise mm. their standards so they start believing themselves more than I do, right? Yep, yep. But the problem that I made is I wanted to I, I wanted to go about this way of of being full disclosure. All my people, I want you all to see what I see, right? Mm. There's nothing different between us. There's yep. nothing different what we're doing. I want you to see everything. I want you to understand all the ins and the outs. Just go ahead. Let's do this together, yeah. right? Create a family community, right? And I've done this actually a few times. So it's funny because, you know, it'll kick you in the ass until you learn the lesson, right? Mm. This is probably my second time, mm. maybe even third time really having this happen Interesting. where right. some of my closest friends who I bring in to build this business with where we're all inspired. We're meeting every day. We're talking about the business. You know, we're, we're putting, we're, we're texting constantly, coming up with new ideas, going on the whiteboard, drawing yeah. it out, executing that, you know, traveling together, doing everything we can to invest into what we're going to build. Right. Mm -hmm. And the problem that I kept seeing it, it, and I hate to say this, but on the back end, these are some of my closest friends, dude. Mm. Like people who I believed in, I, I thought about them and their success all the time. I wanted them to be successful. I literally would think, how can I help them? How mm. can I make sure they're, you know, making, making the numbers. And on the back end, they're slowly but surely planning, you know, their ways yeah. to take this business, make it their Go own somewhere and else. replace me. Yeah. Interesting. And to do it on, do it on their own. Mm -hmm. And I've had, this has been a really hard lesson for me, mm. really hard because it's, it's killed relationships, right? Family and friends. Right. Mm. And I, it's, it's the hardest thing because I expect people to stab me in the back now. I'm just mm. waiting for it. As a matter of fact, every time I meet somebody, I'm thinking like chess moves of what, how can they fuck me over? Interesting. What's going yeah. to happen? Yeah. That's not a really healthy way to approach things. And I'm trying to work through that. <laughs> yeah. But at the beginning of my mm. business, I was way too trusting because I, I, I would mm. have those thoughts and I'd immediately push them out. Yeah. And I immediately push them out because no, we're, we have this business established on a level of trust. Yeah. And the problem with that is, is you cannot run a business mm. without a level of security, without a level of, 
uh, separation, hmm. right? Yeah. And when when everyone's the entrepreneur, when everyone's the business owner, the business will fail. Mm, yeah, it will fail. And the second you, you could have just people focus on what they're supposed to focus on their jobs and and dude, like it was the whole trusting thing because I've had this happen, you know, where they tried to do build this on the side and mm-hmm. but at the same time, when everyone who's listening to this at the exact same time where I found out that they're building this on the side, they're also sending me those texts of how much they love me and how much I've changed their life. Hmm. They're also, you know, like talking to me and crying on the phone about how grateful they are for me and what I've done and for what we've accomplished together yeah. and how their life will never be the same. While I find, I found out and get these texts from these other people and get these things mm. of the exact same dates of them planning this. Mm, and yeah. this has happened multiple times yeah, because yeah. they see me doing this. They think I can do that. Too. And they were planning a, pretty much a, an alternative bit, like a direct competitor. Exactly. Like literally really? word for word copy. Exactly. Really? Like, wow. Oh, yeah. exactly. This happened multiple times. Yeah. And I expect it will always have because someone will see me, mm-hmm. especially being, you know, 24, 25, now 26. And they're thinking I can do that. Yeah. Why does, why does he get to do that? Yeah. Right. Why is he in that position? Mm-hmm. I'll do it. You know, yeah. and that that's uh, another friend yeah. of mine, Andy Frasilla, yeah. someone who I've, I've talked to about this. Um, and he's had this so many times in his business. Mm-hmm. And at the he, he's giving me some great advice on just how to structure things, how security and yeah, how, what, are, what are some of the things I'm curious. Like, what are some do you yeah. do you have employees sign non competes? Yes, everyone who works for me will sign an NDA non compete. Yeah. That's that's non negotiable. And yeah. I've had people push back on that and said, get out. Mm-hmm. I will not work with you unless you're willing to sign that, right? Yeah. Because if you're coming into the business that I've invested millions of dollars and not even millions of dollars, tears, sweat, you know, mm-hmm. maybe blood because I cut my finger. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just all this investment into it and you want to turn around and take that, you're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. This this is something that pays the bills for everyone else, yep, right? Yep. And so what, what Andy, the, the advice he gave me was very simple. Everyone wants to be the entrepreneur, but no one wants the risk, mm-hmm. right? He's like, they'll all go and try to do what you do, but then they still don't see how much it takes mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. yeah. physically sometimes, and just like financially to actually do it. Like you can show them, but at the end of the day, they don't see and do what you do. Yep. He's like, and that's super important because in order for people to thrive, they have to have purpose. They have to have yep. drive. And he talked like it was a German shepherd. German shepherds, I don't know if you know this about them, but if they do not have a purpose, if they do not have a job, they will die sooner because mm-hmm. they they're, they actually do not have a happier life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, people need purpose. They need direction. They yeah. need focus. He's like, your focus is to carry the pressure of the business. Your focus is to carry the things that they don't need to carry. Yeah. Yep. And then when you've created a business, the beauty of an entrepreneur in a business is that everyone carries their shared load. Yeah, he's like, so you have to have levels of security, and we could talk about this for hours, dude. You yeah, know, yeah, but I'm just yeah. giving the main advice: like, you have to have levels of security. You have to have levels of separation. There has to be, mm. and as much as you don't want that to be, especially if for young guys like us, where there are young people working for us. Like mm-hmm. I have people, like when older people are working for me, I'm like, I'll tell you exactly, you know? know. But at the same, there's just there's levels of separation and mm. almost position that have to be maintained in order to maintain order. Dude, when you brought this up, it, it rung so true to me because yeah. I am the I want everyone to just yeah. here's the business, let's grow it together, <laughs> let's do it together. And I've I've come last six months yeah. and around and said that doesn't work it for does, most it does most not. people. It does nope. not work. Right. They first they can't handle un just unstructured right. work. Yes. A lot of people agreed. Yeah. Secondly, they're not going to have the same drive that you yeah. have because it's right. not their business. Yep. And it's just the matter. Even if you pay and some guys, we pay rev shares and really well, yeah. like still, oh, I paid people so much money, dude, like yeah. way more than I should have. And, 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 and they still, still, they still don't want more. It's not whatever, for whatever reason. Right. Yeah. 
And so, and then <laughs> I love what you said too of, you know, the side business thing. Yeah. We've had a lot of people in our company launch side businesses or want to launch side businesses. Yeah. And the last two weeks later, I had to get up as a company meeting. I was like, yo, like this isn't going to fly. Yeah. If you guys are launching side business, I can't stop you. You can do your own thing. Obviously you can't make a competing yeah. product because right. that's going to violate. But if you yes. want to go, if you want to go set up a separate business, I yeah. can't stop you. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I said, guys, I have given you every incentive. Yeah. I tell all my employees every day, I want you to be entrepreneurs. I yes. want you to find things in the business to optimize yes. and do. Right. And if you are now going to spend your mental space mm -hmm. on a separate business, yeah. you can do it. It's legally, you can do it. Right. I'm not going to promote you. I don't want you, I will not move you up in this business. Right. You're going to pigeonhole yourself because yes. I have already given you enough creative space in your job. Yeah. I've, I, most people I hire, almost everyone I hire, I right. say, welcome in. Yeah. This is your job. Yeah. I want you to find 10 things that are wrong with it yeah. and optimize it and help us be better. And I want you to grow. And guess what? If you have a great idea for a segment of the business, nine times out of 10, I'm going to make you the manager over yeah. that and you're going to run it. If you want right. to grow in this business, that's yeah. the way to do it. Yep. And some people grow to that and other people, they just move yep. on to other things. Right. I think it's interesting. I like what you said though. It's awesome. It, dude, it's, it, that's one of the hardest things, especially because they're people you care about. You invest, oh, yeah. in, you think about them all the time, yeah. right? Like you, a lot of times we're t going on trips together because we want to, you know, create that culture, that environment. Yeah. Dude, I don't have friends outside my business, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. like, I mean, well, actually I have, I'm grateful to be a part of this group, like a lot of groups like you and like start to meet other entrepreneurs where I can have friends outside my business. Yeah, yeah. But before I didn't feel like I could, I didn't yeah. have friends outside my business because all my friends were just, didn't want to be part of it or yeah. they were like, you know, trying to tear me down. So then only the people in my business I was investing in and, you know, spending mm -hmm. time with and just constant hours, but still, you know, yep. and dude, like at the end of the day, just that's, that's what a lesson I'm going to still learn, yeah. you know, but just how much you trust your people. It's not that I don't trust you. It's just that there has to be, we have to maintain order. And the order is I, I, this is my job. Mm -hmm. This is your job. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. Right. Let me ask you about, um, now this is going to be a different, totally different topic. Okay. You, you ran into the woke, woke mob a little bit. This last <laughs> little bit. Talk me through your political yeah. landscape right now. My political landscape. Like, what are you yeah. seeing right now? This is the beginning of 2022. Yes. We have an election year. We have midterms this year. Yeah. Obviously, it feels like everyone is politically charged all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. The last since Donald Trump has yeah. come in the picture, it has made every American yeah. some way politically active, which is actually probably Ooh, a good thing. It is good. I think it's good. People yeah. are now um, questioning politicians yeah. on both sides of the aisle. I think there's corruption on both sides. Yeah. Where do you see America in general going? Do you see us dividing more? And do you think these next, the next midterm and presidential election, do you think, do you see a big division or do you see America coming back together a little bit and being like, you know what? We've been through some stuff, but like, Anyways, well, I want to see. I want to hear your thoughts, dude. You, I, I'm glad you're bringing that up because any entrepreneur listening to this, you have to get involved in politics. Well, and you yes, have to. It, it directly affects your business right it, now. Oh, it's you going can't to. stay out. That's why everyone's involved. Exactly. You cannot stay and out you anymore. You cannot afford to. Yes, because right? they're mandating stuff. It's exactly. like, okay, I'm a business owner. Exactly. I've got to. I've yes. got to pick a side and yes. be here. And so I, I love that you're saying because my my entire life has been politically charged. Like my family, you know, conversations at the dinner table. Mm. I talk really loud. You can talk to my media guys. <laughs> they had to turn down, turn the down your microphone. Yeah, <laughs> just because it's too loud. You know, yeah, and they yeah. they're, they're going to kick me in the ass for it one day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but my family we've always debated and that's mm. just our way of talking we debate things right mm. and my dad loves to talk about america and history dude i grew up on history it's my favorite mm. thing to talk about is america what happened to our you know founding fathers why did they do that mm. you know what was the civil war about what was it really about you yeah, know yeah. like what's happening in our country so that's one of my favorite things to dive into right 
And in reality, the reason I built my business was because of what's happening in this country. Mm, yeah. I believe what's happened in this country is extremely, extremely scary. Mm. And I, scary is not even the right word for it. Mm. It's frightening what's happening because we could get into all these different things. But number one, who runs the country? It's entrepreneurs. It's not politics. Let's mm. get this right out of the way. Mm. Politicians do not run this country. They work for us. They are the puppets that work for us. If they do not do what we want them to do, then we fire them by mm -hmm. voting them out. And we have the power, yeah, right? Yeah. We have the power. They do not. And the more, but you think what we see now is this division is the separation is the celebrityism. I don't know what you call it mm. of the politicians. Yeah, right. Interesting. And okay. I actually am a fan of Donald Trump. I mm -hmm. straight up, there's no question. I be, people look at me, they hear, I, talk, <laughs> I like Donald Trump. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I look at what he's accomplished, what he put up with, what he did. Oh my gosh, you can't replace that, right? But I don't care about the name Donald Trump. I don't care about the name of the politicians because at the end of the day, they work for us. Mm. They are a public servant. And you say right? entrepreneurs, yes. not even just the people. No. You're saying they work for entrepreneurs. Why do you say that? Because entrepreneurs run the country entrepreneurs mm. are the ones running revenue entrepreneurs are the ones paying taxes entrepreneurs are the ones creating jobs buying land entrepreneurs are what built this country mm. because an entrepreneur my definition of an entrepreneur is they see a problem and they take it personal mm, yeah. because you and me both see a lot of problems but we don't do anything about it mm -hmm. right yeah but we also saw a couple problems and we took it personal mm. and we did everything in our power to make a change in that specific yeah, problem. Right. Yeah. That's an entrepreneur. If you're if you're running, you know, uh, a charity, you're an entrepreneur because you saw a problem. You're fixing it. Right. Mm -hmm. Entrepreneurs see problems. They take it personal, you mm. know? So entrepreneurs are, is the spirit of America. The spirit of America is don't tread on me. Fuck you. Government does not tell me what I do. I am the master of my fate. I determine what happens with my life. If I fail, it's on me. If I succeed, it's also on me, right? Mm, yeah. That is the American spirit, is the entrepreneur. And the Constitution of the yeah. United States, when you read it, is written to benefit the landowner, the business owner, which was given to the people. Mm -hmm. And it's only the people who choose to go down that path, which are the entrepreneurs, yeah. Yeah. right? So entrepreneurs run the country. At the end of the day, the politicians do what the entrepreneurs tell them to do. And so I think we got a corruption. I, this is my straight up belief. I think we have a corruption, not only in politicians, but in the entrepreneurs behind it. Wall Street's mm, a perfect example. Huh. Big Pharma. I believe all these tech people are extremely corrupt and, and you know, striving for power. The honest truth is the people who are running this country, we have to realize are not the politicians. If they don't do and they don't have the integrity we want, we will get their asses out. But where we have to make the changes in our businesses hmm. is in the people who are actually pulling the so, strings. So one, yeah, one would argue yeah. then the entrepreneurs are the reason for corruption. You're actually, yes, they are. Yeah. Are you, so, so one could argue yeah. that the entrepreneurs mm -hmm. are the ones that are the corruption then, 100%. right? percent. Okay. They're the solution and the problem. Okay. So they're both. Right. Okay. Okay. No, that's the thing yeah. is we need, we need men of integrity, men and women of integrity to stand up and be the entrepreneurs. Mm. We need people to stand up and take it personal, right? We need more and more people to realize their power that they have in this country and rise up to the side where they want it. Because a lot of people see this shit, they want to change it, but they don't know what they can do. At the end of it, you can actually go become someone of influence. That's why my whole mm. business structure this way, alpha influence. Yeah. We need more alphas, male or it's And this whole idea of toxic masculinity, fuck that. If you're an alpha, you're an alpha because yeah. you yeah. take it personal. And alpha is a protector. And alpha is someone who will become strong enough and prepare themselves enough to protect what they believe in, right? Yeah, so back on the entrepreneur yeah, yeah. corrupt and right. good or bad, 
I think most people right now mm-hmm. look at there's a lot of public entrepreneurs that pick a political side. Yes. And typically what people do mm-hmm. is whatever entrepreneur picked their side. Yeah. Oh, they're the good guys. Yeah. Yeah. They're the good ones. <laughs> and whatever entrepreneur didn't pick their side. Right. Oh man, that, right. that's the corrupt ones. Yes. Which is funny because I think it's both sides. Just mm-hmm. see how, see how you want to see it. Right. How do we actually determine yeah. if there are these co- corrupt, huge, and it's, I, I personally think a lot of them, we don't know their names. It's the, I agree. It's these I agree. backdoor, yeah. like the secret board of whoever is in charge. Yes. You know, these aren't these. I think most of the public figure people yeah. are trying to do yeah. a good job. I mean, yes. you see Elon's, you see Mark Zuckerberg's, you yeah. see anyways, all these guys, type yeah. guys. I think they're just trying to run a good company. Mm-hmm. They're trying to do their best. And yeah. I don't see that anyways, left or right. I would t- it's, I'll it, throw Mark Zuckerberg out of that one. But. Yeah, I know. I, know, I, don't, I don't love Mark because he freaking I'm bans not. me on Facebook. I get so much ban crap. I, I, am, I could tell you for days why I do not like Mark Zuckerberg. But yeah. he is, he's come back a long, like Facebook's had sure. this huge court case, right? Yeah. On, on uh, restrictions, especially for right wing mm-hmm. type of things. Fact checking wasn't actually fact checking. They just came out with that a couple oh, weeks yeah. ago. It was right. pretty interesting, right? Yeah. So obviously they're politically swayed one way, but I, yes. every statement I've seen from Mark recently yeah. has been okay we're trying to fix it and i and anyways i to give mark the benefit of the doubt <laughs> and i hate mark because he freaking banned me so many times man he's giving you the benefit of the doubt right here but mark. To, You're ma- lucky. to imagine running a company yeah. with yeah. a couple hundred thousand mm-hmm. employees yeah. on a social media network with billions of users yeah the task yeah to just somehow and you you piss mm-hmm. off somebody on either either side right to manage that is absolutely insane mm-hmm. and to have the perfect line of fair yeah because if you don't do anything it's a free market then mm-hmm. facebook's responsible for all the riots in the middle east right because of facebook yeah and then they're now responsible for too much censures anyways yeah i i have i have this new and this is just as of as of the last yeah. few months mm-hmm. i really didn't like mark until the last few months i was like yeah. you know what i have a new respect yeah for the type of person to run a company like yeah. that is absolutely insane. Yeah. And you probably have a sub, sub, sub manager yeah. who is screwing everybody and but yeah. you've got to take the blame for yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Oh man, that would suck. Anyways, oh, yeah. side note. No, no, I no. think these are hidden but, entrepreneurs behind big pharma, whatever. Exactly. That it well, could no, be. I agree. It's not the public figure so much, right? It's the people who have had their like, and you know, we could get into conspiracy of deep state. It is a deep state because politicians are in and out. Who's there long term? Hmm. Who has actually been there in lobby lobbying in DC for years, hundreds of years? Who are those people? Hmm. That's what we really yeah. have to ask. Yeah. They are the ones who have set things up the way they wanted to be and set up. In and out of every politician. They, yeah. yeah, they don't need social media, yeah. right? They don't want social media. They don't want the public spotlight. But at the end of the day, I think social media is important because now it shifts it actually power back into the people's mm-hmm. favor. This is actually where, what I believe. The social media platforms brings the power back to the people. Mm. Some people would argue with me about like, no, no, it brings it to the social media people. Yeah, actually, if they're if they're corrupt, right? Mm-hmm. But if we allow it to be a free market, if we allow social media to be a platform to be as it is a social media platform, then whatever happens on the social media platform is at the accountability of the user, mm. right? Is at the accountability of the people. It's a platform that yep. people can speak on. Just like, you know, like the newspaper was yep. a platform. It's just a platform that has bigger reach and we're gonna have to own that. Mm-hmm. The reach now is worldwide. You, you and me were oh, talking yeah. about on, our, on the bullpen podcast, uh, talking about you know crypto and how that now connects the world mm-hmm. everything is now flat yeah we're all connected so this is the way of life but also what we have to understand is we cannot restrict that no government 
and no social media, you know, big company should try to overstep and regulate the people. Yeah. That's where tyranny comes from. That's the problem. That's why I don't like Mark Zuckerberg yep. because he tries to implement these things to protect people. And that's the great trade, the trade for freedom, for security. Yep. There's never been a tyrant in the history of the world that stood up and says, I'm a tyrant. I'm taking you over. They always stand up. Go study any tyrant. They always stand up and sell their people on the idea of there's an enemy and if you come with me, I'll give you security mm. and I'll give you safety. You just have to give me a little bit of this freedom. Yep. And they slowly take more and more for more and more security, as they say. And it's always, always overstepping. That's the mm. idea of America. In is the that, name of security. In the name of safety. In the name of security. Well, we for that with your, COVID. Yeah, COVID, COVID is exactly. Is, is the exact, is the exact conversation. Exactly. For your safety. Yes. We're going to take away freedoms. It's for your safety. It's mm. for your neighbor's safety. It's yep. for your, you know, the good put, of Put the aside man. your freedoms. Exactly. For the good of the people yes. and for security. Yes. And which in some, you know, in an argument could yeah. say that's, that is you know, true. We do yeah. that in a lot of ways, yeah. right? We, we put away some freedoms yes. for security already yes. right now. Right. We already are. Yeah. Where is that line? Right. And a lot of people yeah. think for COVID it's overstepped yeah. that line, right. which is huge. So yeah, that, that's, that's the key because there, if you go down the line, if you just draw the line, there's total tyranny, right. And total mm -hmm. communism. Right. Yeah. And one person dictatorship and like, you know, Kings, Queens, monarchs, whatever, where they just one person rules everybody. Yeah. Then there's over here where, you know, it goes total anarchy. Mm, right yep. total anarchy we got total freedom but it's total anarchy because yep, yep. there's no rule of law yep. right but where does the balance lie mm -hmm. the balance lies in understanding justice and understanding the constitution and allowing that that and i don't care what anyone says that sacred piece of parchment that that piece of paper that was inspired of god to allow the people mm -hmm. to govern themselves yeah that's the key is that we will govern ourselves and so if we fail it is on our shoulders mm. and yes that is the that is the trade is that when you have freedom you also have greater risk mm. when you have freedom it's also a lot more dangerous because safety is now in your in your hands mm. your safety your security is your responsibility mm. and people don't want that today because people don't want the accountability people don't want what that comes with the pressure that we're talking about yeah. that entrepreneur a lot of spirit. people don't want it they, they don't, don't want to think they don't want to it's it's interesting they want their bills it's, paid do you have any idea how many crazy. people don't want to go back to work it after is covid it, I, we have a shortage of people wanting to come back and work it's crazy because they're getting paid yeah and they sit at home we are a lazy generation of motherfuckers, right? Yeah. We do not want accountability. We don't want responsibility. We spill coffee and then we blame the business and sue the business for all this money. This system that we've created, we've we've created this, it's a beast. Mm. But at the end of the day, we have to pull that back and say, at the end of the day, it's on you. Mm. And that's the ultimate message of freedom, America, is it's up to you and it's your responsibility and no one else's yeah. for your safety, for your security, for your freedom. Yeah, that's cool. Right? And as if we can band together under that banner, on, and again, we're talking about the enemy, the enemy is tyranny. The mm. enemy is dictatorship. The yeah. enemy is going too far this way. So as a country, we need to unite under one banner. That banner's always been freedom. Yeah. The freedom for saying, everyone, yeah. anywhere, no matter your skin color, race, no matter your, you know, sexual orientation, mm -hmm. no matter if you want to be transgender, I don't care. Freedom for all. I do not give a shit. Just do not impose on my freedom and I will not impose on yours. What you choose to do with your life will be your responsibility. I, I really well. think you're correct. I think that is the, that is the common ground. I, I think for left, right, whoever yeah. you are, the common ground is we all want freedom and let's, let's make sure. Let's go back to the basics yes. of making sure we have common freedom for everybody. Yes. You're not encroaching on my rights. I'm right. not encroaching on your rights. Yes. And 
let's all go build a better America. I think, yeah. uh, I think that can happen. Yeah. There's little streams of little things that we're going to debate for sure. Yeah. But we've lost that yes, the last have. 18 months, mm-hmm. 24, 36 months. Yeah. And I, I hope, mm-hmm. and I, I, anyways, I feel like in my opinion, people have gotten a little sick of mm. the political discord on both sides. And I see this from my real, yeah. I, cause we talk, my family talks right. politics all day. Yeah. Good. Just like yours. And we actually, I told you, we're a, lot my, a lot of my, a lot of my right man. wing and left wing friends yeah. and family, it feels like everyone has just been worn out. Yeah. It's like, this is, this is ridiculous. Too much. Let's come back yeah. to freedom. Hopefully yeah. right now. Some people don't want it. They still want to fight the good fight. True. Cool, do yeah. you? But it's still actually not cool. No, no it's no, actually not cool. Not cool. And I think most both sides are coming together. Like I, I'm, I lean right wing, yeah. and I see some right wing politicians, and I'm like, screw those guys. Oh, they're the problem too. And I see a lot of left wing people. Like, you yeah. know what? Those those certain politicians are yeah. screw them, right? Yep, right. It doesn't. I don't think we should sit on parties. Yeah. We should say let's get rid of corruption. Let's yes. get rid of people that are not back yes. to that ideal of freedom. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where we're at, dude. The only the uh, this is my favorite quote. This is the basis of my entire business is the only way evil can triumph in this world is for good men to do nothing. Mm, yeah. And it's if we as a people sit back and allow this to happen, if this happens, if we lose America, it's our fault mm-hmm. because we let it happen because we didn't take the risk to stand up and push back and say, you will not tread on me, right? Yep. You will not encroach on this freedom. And at the end of the day, I look at right-wing people and I say, this has happened on your watch. Mm-hmm. It's your fault. And I look at a lot of right-wing people, I can name them off for you, of saying, you're just as corrupt as they are. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I, I'm at this point, I'm a constitutionalist. I'm a patriot. Yeah, I love America. I don't America. Care anymore either. It's at like, this point, yeah. I look at Republicans, yeah. you're fucking corrupt. Left-wing, you're fucking corrupt. Yeah. You're both corrupt. Get your asses out of there. It's time to drain this shit and get some people of integrity in, mm-hmm. in there, right? Yeah. That would be, I would hope, be our goal, yeah. right? But dude, we could talk about all day and the mandates and everything, yeah. but it has to come back under the banner of freedom for all yep. and responsibility is your personal responsibility your health if you want to be 600 pounds that's on you mm-hmm. if you want to get if you want to not wear a mask it's on you mm-hmm. your health and safety is on you yeah. not anybody else mm. i love right. it yeah. it's amazing jeremiah it's been awesome having you on <laughs> um i want to ask you the last question okay. i do this with everybody the last question is and what we're going to do is i'm going to ask you the last question i'll give you some people can get links and stuff for you but okay. we have this last question last question is if you could leave this audience with anything mm. you got a minute and a half open mic mm. i'll leave it for you you can talk religion, politics, business, life, whatever you want. Whatever you think is the most valuable thing to leave this audience with, I'm going to let you do that. While you're thinking for a second, okay. what are some ways people can connect with you okay. and you know learn about AlphaCon, whatever else you're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us some links, wait us yeah. to follow you, and then we'll get to that last question. Yeah, so my website, thebullevans.com, or follow me on Instagram. It's always thebullevans on Instagram, TikTok. If you look me up, the bull on YouTube. If you want to check more about my business, Alpha Influence, thealphainfluence.com, uh, official Alpha Influence on Instagram. Check us out. Come to the event. It's going to be dope. This guy's going to be there. And can we announce it? Yeah, go for it. He's going to be speaking on stage as well. Yeah, so, it's going to be fun, dude. I'm super excited. I'll be one of those white males. I got to put some, I got to go hit the gym though, dude. Yeah, I, I did. I added to that, didn't I? <laughs> no, but if I, if I were to leave everyone with one message, this is this is yeah the, so let me yeah okay. so this is yeah, yeah. i'll give you the, everyone a okay. so 90 seconds okay un, i'm not going to interrupt you at all okay. okay you got the you got the mic give us your final words what you want to leave this audience with i give you everybody the world yeah. jeremiah there you go <laughs> i love that it's a loaded question but at the end of the day dude if there's one message i want everyone if there's one thing i want people to remember me for when i die for if there's one thing i want to leave on this earth my legacy was that i help people stand up and fight 
Yeah. I help people stand up and fight for the freedom that they can have, whether it's financially, whether it's mentally, mm. whether it's politically, I don't care. I believe in freedom. I believe and you can actually make a difference in this world if you believe in yourself and you can actually go make that happen. Yeah. But it's not going to be without a fight. You and me have both experienced and everyone listening to this experience some of the hardest times you've ever had to go through, especially in the last few years. And it's not going to get easier. Mm -hmm. This is a mean and nasty place we live in. This rock we call Earth is tough man there is there's shit out there that will kill you there's people that will kill you there's people that stop you in the back there's so many things that can go wrong mm. but at the end of, end of the day the only thing you can control is what kind of fight you're willing to put up and what what stance you want to make on this earth right i want people who come and join alpha influence to be willing to fight to be willing to wake up with that warrior mentality mm. every single day saying i'm gonna go to war i'm gonna go to war to fight for what i believe in because at the end of the day freedom why does every man, why is every man on this earth always crave the one word freedom is because we as human beings are driven by purpose. Mm. If there's no purpose, we die. If there's no purpose, we'll, we, what, what even, what reason is there to live? Find a purpose, find a banner that you're willing to die on a hill that you're willing to fight for mm. and live your life accordingly. And you will find the most joy, the most happiness and the most fulfillment you'll ever have in your entire life by allowing your life to be for something not just so you can go every day eating cheetos eating good food and experiencing i know we want to experience life but at the end of the day the greatest experience in life is becoming the man you or woman you're supposed to become and fighting for something that you believe in and leaving this earth with a legacy wake up every day ready to go to war because that's what it's going to be it's going to be hard it's going to as court and rocky it's going to beat you to your knees mm -hmm. and keep you there permanently if you let it but that's the fucking point that's why we're put here. If you believe in God, you were put here to be tested, to grow, and to become. That is the message of entrepreneurs. That's the message of America. And if you believe in that and you want to hear this message, then that's what it's all about. If there's one thing I want to leave people with, that's what your life has to revolve around. Go get ready to fight. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremiah Evans, everybody. Go follow him on Instagram. Thanks, Jeremiah the Bull Evans. Go to AlphaCon. I'll be there speaking. Please do. Jer you'll be there. Anyways, yeah. you'll be around the whole thing. So it'll yeah. be fun. Thank you guys so much. Jeremiah, good to have you, bro. Thanks, brother. See Appreciate ya. you. Hey, hey, it's Bridger here. I have four free and simple ways I can further help you to scale your business or fund. Number one, I have a YouTube channel with actually, I don't, to toot my own horn, I think it's decent content on there. Go check it out. Bridger Pennington is a YouTube channel. We go very deep on funds. Number two, I have a one hour free training at investmentfundsecrets.com. We go very deep into how to actually start and scale your very own fund from ground zero. Number three, you can join our free private Facebook group of like-minded people like me and you that go out and launch and scale funds. I go live in there once a week. The name of the group is Investment Fund Secrets. And then number four, finally, I have a free PDF guide on how to actually launch and scale your fund. If you go to investmentfundsecrets.com slash guide, you can download that guide. Now, finally, people always ask me, Bridger, can you help me one-on-one? -on -one? Can we work together? Yes, I don't wanna talk about that on here, but if you wanna learn more, message me, Bridger at investmentfundsecrets.com or just DM me on Instagram. Thank you guys, and I'll see you in the next episode.